The Distraction, hosted by former Deadspin writers Drew McGarry and David Roth, is a new sports podcast coming from Defector and Stitcher. Join the guys and their guests as they break down the week in sports while addressing their fair share of off-the-field issues. Whether it's discussing NBA players getting testy in the bubble, Bill Belichick cutting 80% of his roster just to keep himself interested, or horrifying takes from sports talk radio that need to be broken down, Drew and Roth are ready to serve you some hot sports action. But do stick around for a few extra distractions. You deserve them. Listen and subscribe to The Distraction, a Defector podcast, right now in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Maybe I'm crazy, but mm-hmm. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. I meant to look who sang. Was it? Is that, underrated song. Is that Plies? Um, I don't think it was Plies. Applies adjacent? Okay. Hurricane Chris. Donnie with the assist. I have to pat myself on the back on the plaza adjacent. Yes, you're right about that. Uh, I need your mic. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> no! <laughs> maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm Casey, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not. Welcome to Maybe I'm Crazy Podcast. I'm Joy Taylor. That is Brandon Newman. Hola. Right over there. Yes. Um, sweet shirt. Here I am. Thank you. It's a... R.I.P. Stanley. R.I.P. Stanley. The uh, Cosmic Crusaders is some fake thing he did at the end of his career. Money grab. But shouts out. What? I can say that. I gotta say what is on the shirt. I couldn't think of a more... Uh, uh, a, a worse way to diminish an absolute legend and, and, and to gift him. to pop culture, I'm a movies, big mouth, television. I, I'll big up him in the in the culture report. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, yes, and R.I.P. Uh, Freddie Mercury. Yes, I asked you, Freddie. Oh, are you, have you seen it yet? I have seen it. Have you seen both Simon and Rhapsody? Yeah. What the f*** did you say? Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. That's the right name? Yes, it's my second favorite song uh, on planet Earth. Ooh. And first. I know every word. Uh, I'll Be Your Lover to Van Morrison. Don't at me. It's a very good song. Okay. You know what that movie is from? I mean, that song is from? That song is from uh, the movie with Meg Ryan and Russell Crowe. Uh, oh, they're dirty. I feel like their face is always dirty. Their face is always dirty yeah. uh, because she has been kidnapped. What is the name of the movie? I just feel profiled. With the you snap- are being profiled with the right now. Point. Let me Google it. I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Proof of life. Proof of Life. It is the last song in the Proof of Life movie. More like proof that they existed. And yes. Yeah, so like, uh, when did they have the movie together? I don't know. Look, I saw it when I was younger and it inspired my romantic side. So it's my, it my favorite Good. song of all time. Bohemian Rhapsody is my second favorite song of all time. Miss Fat Booty, most deaf, third favorite song of all time. Just Miss fun, Fat Booty? Miss Fun Joy Facts. Don't tell me you've not heard Miss Fat Booty because it's going to be a real problem for us moving forward. Wally World? It's really frustrating. Wally, 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 world. Wally, 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 world. You know that one? That's probably my third favorite song. Anyway, what were we talking about? Nothing yet. Okay. Oh, Freddie Mercury. Yes. So I saw I saw Queen. Yes. It was it was very good. I was expecting it to be more a little bit like movieish. Yeah, it was trash. It's a no, it wasn't. Sounds like it was trash. It's not trash. It was it was a it's a bio it's a biopic. Is it biopic or biopic? Biopic. Biopic. I've heard it both ways. I've Joy. heard it both ways. I've heard it both ways. I say everything. I'm going to call it so. a movie biography uh, and save myself the trouble. But it was good, and they have hits. And I, I proclaim, and I've mm-hmm. always said this, but okay. I'm just proclaiming this now on the podcast. Queen is the ultimate sports band. That's really not debatable. No, no, they, they. Like on on the Mount Rushmore of. <laughs> Bands that make sports songs, yes. Queen is the front face. Who's the front face? 
Queen is Abraham Lincoln. I don't know if he's the front face, but that's who it is. He's definitely one of them, I'm pretty sure. But Queen is number one. The irony, though, is... Nice. Uh, stop it. Nice. Um, I didn't say I like it. it. I like it. But they have hits. I didn't say it. I they think they joked to him mentally, but I did not say it. But yes, Queen's great. Um, Freddie Mercury. Name one other song besides Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, I don't think I... I probably would have said the different version, a different word for that song, so... Um, another one bites the dust. Another one. Was there one on Ted? We are the champions. There's one in Ted that was popular. We will rock you. We were. Those are all fat food. bottom girls. Fat bottom girls. Fat bottom girls. You, you make, make the rock and world go, go round. round. It's very weird because it's kind of a country song. I, don't uh, know, I thought that was Tim. McGraw. Anyway, shout out Freddie Mercury. You thought yes. that was Tim McGraw? I, I mean, possibly. Yeah, sound like I just want to cut this entire section out like of this. Like oh, bicycle. bicycle, 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 Beatles or Queen. To. The Beatles are queen. Queen. Yeah, hands down. The culture pick. <sighs> anyway, uh, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, also, we are out here in California. Mm-hmm. Um, just to let everyone know we are safe from um, the wildfires that are not, not actually too far away from us. No. We had a little smoke um, and some ash the other day, but uh, we want to give a shout out to all the uh, firefighters who are working very hard. First responders. To, uh, yes, first responders to keep us safe. Um, but thank you for all your well wishes. Yeah, a lot of people um, are checking up on us. It's, yeah. it's, and it act- I mean, it. It's one of the few times that, you know, you hear about an earthquake and it's like, oh, is everything okay? It's like, yeah, I didn't feel it. Like, this has affected everyone. No, it's not affected the entire city. It's not that far away from us. But we are safe. um, And we want to give a shout out to all the uh, first responders and firefighters for protecting us. Mm -hmm. So there's some sports stuff to talk about today. Uh, Let's start with LeBron. Mm. Um, LeBron had some quotes. LeBron has some quotes. And, you know, it's going to be really discussable stuff. So there's been some interesting things happening with the Lakers. Everyone's freaking out about the Lakers. Like, trade Brandon Ingram and fire Luke Walton. Relax. Tell Magic to stay upstairs. Well, yeah, Magic Magic was pissed. Magic was Magic was not happy and he he had something to say after they lost to the Raptors um without Kawhi mm-hmm. and he basically said like you know, you got to get your shit together or there's going to be some changes. And then he kind of backed off of it and was like, oh, there's not going to be any changes unless, unless something dramatic <laughs> happens. Right. And just to be clear, we love Magic Johnson, uh, all-time legend, yes. uh, great, great man. But that quote's kind of flip-floppy there. Yes. Well, I had no concern about them firing Luke Wallen whatsoever because I just I don't what? I don't think that organizations like the Lakers do things like that this oh, okay, early okay. into the season. It just doesn't make sense. I thought you were saying it didn't matter, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. No, I mean like you knew what Luke Wallen was before you mm-hmm. came into the season, and you knew what the expectations were before you came into the season. What's firing Luke Wallen going to do? Well, he's there to develop young talent, and now they have an actual maestro head coach on the floor. I mean, we know we know the story of LeBron James and his head coaches. Right, right. Which is why also Luke Wallace wasn't going to get fired because... It's true. What's that going to accomplish? They get fired after they leave. After well, anyway, leaves. they responded by going five and one mm-hmm. since that uh, since that little situation. But also, uh, they added Tyson Chandler, which was huge. Now, everybody huge. around the league was like, oh, whatever, you know, it's just the Lakers getting another piece and blah, 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 not a big deal. And then they forgot Tyson Chandler is uh, a legend. And he's in his 18th season, mm-hmm. and he's super smart. He's mm-hmm. not your average center. Uh, they went on a three-game winning streak since Tyson got there. Yep. And let's see. Let's see what they've improved on since Tyson arrived. Uh, before Tyson Chandler, they were 18th in rebounds per game. They are now fourth. Uh, they were 28th in opponents' points per game. They are now seventh. Mm. And they were 23rd in opponents' fee- uh, field goal percentage. 
They're now third. Turning up the heat. Maybe, just maybe, maybe it wasn't time to panic just yet. But what got LeBron, what got everyone in a in a little tizzy this week was LeBron responding to that change around since Magic made, put down the right. you know put his foot down and then they brought in Tyson. He said, I haven't changed anything outwardly, but you know me, you know how I am. I almost cracked last week. That's the big word. Mm-hmm. Cracked. I had to sit back and remind myself, expletive. Uh, I don't know which one I would like to insert there. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. Like yeah. Like you knew what you were getting yourself into. This right. process has been good for me. I just have to continue being patient. I had to regroup. Remember, this is a young team. We're playing some good ball right now, and we're going to start building good habits. That's all that matters right now. Mm. Um, I know everyone's going to freak out about this, um, and and they just shouldn't. They just really shouldn't. Because what, LeBron is mentally unstable? No, it's because LeBron is, is a bit dramatic sometimes. Yes. And I think the, my, my whole takeaway was, like, everyone was like, oh, you know, LeBron, he likes to make a big deal out of everything, and he's king drama and all that stuff. I think he just underestimated how much pressure was going to be on him this year. Yeah. And maybe I did, too, because I really didn't – I have no expectations of the Lakers this year. I wouldn't even be surprised if they didn't make the playoffs. Now, I know that would be a colossal meltdown for everyone on planet Earth. At but, this point. Um, it is the West, and it's it's a little bit harder, even though, even though the East is, is, is on the come up. It, it, wa- it was the West, and I think something is to be said about getting Tyson Chandler the right piece – because I feels like the NBA is scrambling right now to trying to find pieces in general. And the Lakers, led by LeBron and Luke Walton and Magic Johnson, clearly had the right piece in mind. And I think they'll add the right piece as it goes on. But right now, they're good. Well, yeah, before the season even started, everyone was like, oh, you need to add a shooter. God, I got a shooter. We're going to shoot her at the trade, trade deadline. We're going to shoot her. Okay, yeah. Where? Who's willing to trade with you? What are you going to have to give up? For what? Yeah, exactly. Right. So I don't like looking ahead to the trade deadline. Like these are things you put together before the season starts. Mm-hmm. But I'm also not. I was never going to panic about the slow start. I told y'all. I don't want to make you guys look up the clip, but I'm pretty sure I told y'all no, they're going to start slow. You did. I said it. Do you know why? Because this is what LeBron teams do. He went back to the Cavs. They started slow. As a matter of fact, it's on here somewhere. I'm going to find it in one second. They started five and seven in 2014. Guess what the Lakers started. Is the slow start over, though? Uh, yeah, I do think it is. Really? Yeah. Well, that, that's I mean, even more pressure, though. Uh, look, they've been they've been winning games, and they're on a high right now. And more importantly, adding Tyson not only adds, obviously, huge statistical impl- implications, which I just read. Yeah. He has intangibles that they need on that team. Like, everyone was like, oh, Rondo's going to teach Lonzo how to mm-hmm. be a point guard. You know, like, LeBron's going to elevate Lonzo and elevate all the young players. And I'm not saying that LeBron isn't doing that, but it's hard to play with LeBron. Everyone yeah. that plays with LeBron says that. Yeah. Everyone says that. figure out how to play with a GOAT. It, it, of course. Not yeah. only is there pressure, he is incredible. Mm-hmm. You have all eyes watching you every single game. Win or lose, it's something to talk about. It's, it's a different level of, not even expectations, it's just, it's just eyeballs you didn't have before. Like just people being critical of you that you didn't have before. Yeah, and the, the expectations that they're trying to write while just trying to get better at playing basketball right. together, which yeah, is yeah. the biggest you don't, thing. You don't, you don't get the luxury of just getting to work together and the young players don't get the luxury of learning how to be winners mm-hmm. and close games. You have to do all of that while also being under the spotlight of LeBron James. You're under the under the spotlight of LeBron James. Yeah. So what you do wrong not only affects him, what he does wrong affects you, and it's a it's this whole cycle. And it's it's I'm sure it's psychologically uh, a struggle for young players. But with adding Tyson, 
is a whole different ballgame because he can take that that pie off of mm-hmm. off of LeBron's plate of having to be that like constant leader. Off Walton's and, plate. And, yes, yeah. exactly. Because you need someone like that on the floor. And he's really like a point guard disguised as a center, mm-hmm. a very, 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 very large center. Very large. He's very big. Big wingspan. But <laughs> yes, tall. he's very Ash tall. Trae Young. Like I'm a short person. Right. Ashtray Young, yes. Yeah. <laughs> what was he thinking? The, the, the last shot, I understand. Rookie here trying to be LeBron wants his moment too. He's out here looking okay, but like Tyson a. Tyson Chandler is a ex- super tall person. Yes, but I'm saying last shot. Like Trey Young looks like an extra from Lord of the Rings. So like obviously an outside shot makes more sense, right? With those clauses lined up. So like I was surprised to see him drive and just like what are you doing? That's what I'm saying. It's not the shot for you. That's not the shot for you. Like when you're jumping down, you see Tyson. Tyson just standing there. You're like, yeah, layup. Yeah. No. No, when Tyson wasn't guarding him, obviously, but he only has to move his toe one inch, and he's like, it just expands. He's like, he's like Inspector Gadget. What I'm most impressed with with the Lakers, it wasn't is... even a hard block. <laughs> it, it it was he just made it. Also, he probably would have missed it anyways. Let's be real. Well, whatever. Anyway, yeah. uh, the ending of that game felt impactful. Yeah. Uh, against the Hawks, not that the Hawks are like some great team, but it, it was a it was a way to win that felt like okay. Now they're starting to figure out how to win games and close games, and that's really what's important. Yeah. Like LeBron missing those two free throws, not surprising. LeBron doesn't shoot free throws. Like he's just that's just what it is. It, not surprising doesn't hurt. Doesn't stop the heartbreak and the hurt that he that he can't make free throws. I'm 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 damaged. I get it. I'm damaged. I don't understand. Even it. that dunk, I was like, oh yes. And then he hung on the rim. Yeah, I don't know what like that was. Like he's in somebody else's front yard. He really should have gotten a technical for that. That's actually. crazy. LeBron, he, he, get, got, he got LeBron. Get down. He got LeBron rules on that. That was that was. was I like thought for technicals. sure. Yeah, what? I thought for sure they were going to give him a technical. He was on that. still there. He's still hanging he, up there right might, now. Yeah, he might still be there. <laughs> that's so it was crazy. really crazy. And I'm not even one of those people that's like, oh, he's hanging on the rim too long. Give him a tech. That was like, what are you? I don't understand. Are you trying to get a technical? Get down. I don't get it. Are you trying what? to lose the game? You just missed two free throws. Right. You're lucky Kuzma is taller than Before that lineup. Before that, because Tyson actually took their two bigs out. Yeah. Where Atlanta f***ed up is they should have put their big lineup in so he couldn't get the rebound. Tyson just just grabbed the, 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 the two guys next to him and just pulled them away, basically. Beautiful. That s***. And then Kuzma scooped in and barely got that rebound. Barely. So all that entire situation outside of, of Tyson and Kuzma was lucky for LeBron anyway. I didn't Same understand LeBron. that. However, uh, I am I am optimistic about the Lakers. I, I do think they're back on the right path. I, I get what LeBron is saying. But really what it comes down to is LeBron does not like being the villain. Mm-mm. He doesn't like high, high, high expectations because that's what it was in Miami. Right. And I watched it for four years and it was a, that's what it's starting to feel like now with the Lakers. I didn't have any expectations for the Lakers this year. I know Lakers fans have high expectations because they're used to winning championships right. or at least being in the championship conversation, even mm-hmm. though the past couple of years they haven't been. The hunt. It's L.A., so maybe I just misjudged that. But what's what's where does this mean for you, Joy Taylor, when you say you had no expectations for the Lakers, but you like them now? Like what? Like where? What is? Well, I what's also the said that they were going to be in the Western Conference Finals. Yes, you did say that. So which it look it's looking that way so now. I'm, ha- I'm hedging it's a big my bets. This weekend. Basically, it's what's happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. The, the bottom line is this: like if they didn't if they didn't make it that far, I wouldn't be surprised. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. However, they have the capability of getting that far. Where people were like, oh, they won't make it to the second round of the playoffs, or they might not make the playoffs, or mm-hmm. it was a colossal mistake for him to go to the West. None of those things are true. He's still LeBron James, and they still have the pieces around him to be successful if. If they get the chance to develop, which it looks like they're going, they're going to have the opportunity to do. Yeah. Plus, uh, the Rockets are just a disaster. 
really, really just tragic. Astronom Astro bad? No, I tried to force something in. Mm. Didn't work. Astro no. Mm -mm. No. Mm -mm. No. Anyway, we uh were just watching this amazing uh, Trump video, I'm, which I don't know what don't I don't know what I, I don't know what I wouldn't do to get Trump to look at me that way because it is so good. It is the stank face of all stank faces. I'm so disappointed. It's so good, and it, it brings me back to like where, are. like falling asleep in church is obviously one of those places where you oh, get the backhand. That's it. That's and, the or one. The pinch. Did you, did you ever get the pinch? My my dad used to be in the choir in church. My brother and I was sitting in the balcony. He would wait for us to fall asleep, and then as soon as we nodded, we looked at him, and he would just do this, just said stand up, and we would stand up the rest of church. He, he saw us every time. stand up the rest of church? Every time. Every oh, time. That's So brutal. that brings me very negative energies thinking about uh, yes. falling asleep I'm trying to think of like the worst place I've fallen asleep at. Fall asleep in class. Watch uh, me fall asleep. No, I fall asleep in class. I fell asleep in class. I took a, uh, a French class before I got switched into the dumb, dumb math class my senior year. Uh, which is How is that story. the same thing? Um, I took French in college. Don't do that. No, I took French. I'm talking about high school. I I, I I didn't. I didn't. You know, they have these like state mandated classes mm -hmm. or um, tests. Yeah. Yeah. And then like all all the kids who are bad at math failed, <laughs> right? right? Yes. Obviously, so then we get stuck but in the dumb dumb class together, yeah. uh, which was rowdy as. F yeah. That shit was fun. Yeah. Like you dummies. Yeah. My, you, my, my mom. My mom. Fail the math part. This is the best out. class. It's so fun. All all the derelicts are in this class. Shout out to all the uh, all my friends in high school that were in my mom's English class in senior year. That my was, mom worked at the school that, too. That was, that was the root. That was the rowdy class. She didn't teach, uh, but but uh, she worked at the, at the high school also. Um, with rowdy people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, my mom's rowdy. Yeah, anyway, she walked around my uh, niece's wedding with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Uh, Jack Honey. Classic. Honey, no, that's not. That's the worst. What are you talking about? Jack, Jack honey, honey shouldn't exist. Jack honey is delicious. Anything honey liquor shouldn't exist. Jack honey is delicious. That's false. Have you ever had Jack honey? Yes, because it's cheaper. Of course it's, I've had okay, it. Okay, it shouldn't be cheaper. It should be more expensive because it's better. It's very good. Doesn't don't tell my mother you don't like Jack honey. You will not be you will not be invited over. People falling asleep. Um. Anyway, what was well, the people falling asleep? Yeah, uh, I'm a bad plane sleeper. You're so small though. Uh, I am small, but like, uh, but, uh, but I'm very like dramatic. So if I, so if like, like if I'm flying with Earl, obviously I sleep on his shoulder, you know. Right. But um, which is yes. what happened last time we were coming back from Kansas City. Shout out to Earl. And I was sleeping. Shout out Earl. And I'm sleeping, and he keeps pushing me. I'm like, because I'm sliding. I'm a slider, right? So I, I, I sleep like this. I tried to do this. I tried oh, to do this yeah, move yeah, so I don't yeah. slide, mm -hmm. but my neck still goes down. So if I don't do that, like if I'm on the side or something, and I do this thing. Demonstration. And I know I drive the people nuts. Do you wake crazy. up from it? Do you like wake yourself up from Sometimes. it? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna put stuff in. It. I was. I wanted to talk about like significant others sleeping and what they do. I'm, oh I'm yeah, yeah, avoid that. That's probably smart. Another time. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Love you, babe. So I'm. Um, I. Uh, yeah. Shut up, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, I'm a bad plane sleeper. <laughs> but that video of Trump is so good. So good. Uh, all right. We're gonna quit it. How about them Cowboys? Back in the playoff contention, and while Dak didn't exactly shine in the Cowboys win over the Eagles on Sunday night, the Cowboys are now 4-5 and five and tied for second in the NFC East. With the Thanksgiving game against the division-leading R-Words around the corner, Joy, the Cowboys are definitely making the playoffs. Quit it or quit it. <laughs> What? How are not? Uh, I'm quitting that. They're. I'm not saying that they're definitely. Why come? They're definitely making the playoffs. What kind of nonsense is that? They could. How? 
You believe in our words? Uh, do you believe in our words? No, I don't. Okay. They're gonna they got they're gonna be. Uh, I thought them. you asked me, do I believe in our words? Oh do I believe in the R words? Yes, in the the R word the team. Yes. The the Washington, the Washington Black Faces. Yeah, yeah, the Washington team. Um Washington Racist team. Yes. Yeah. Name. <laughs> Washington Racist. The Washington the, Racist team name. I like I mean, yeah. What about them? You believe in them? Uh no, I don't. Exactly. Uh but I do believe in Philly still. Here's the thing about the NFC East. The Giants are stupid. We're not talking about them. Uh, they won. That's very nice. Congratulations. So happy about that okay. win. Okay. So, like, Odell Beckham, worth the money. Um, He is worth the money. Mm-hmm. And, For that team. And uh, it's disappointing that Odell is on that team. I wish Odell was on the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's make that happen. Ooh. Team break all. Uh, let, let's start a petition to break all uh, normal NFL rules and somehow manage to get Odell on the I'm, I'm right, Yes, for sure. With that the would giant be, helmet. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, however, yeah, the Cowboys beat Philly, and that's nice, and that's fun. Um, whatever. I know. I know. Ashley's very excited, and she has notes. She has, she, she's very biased notes. Okay, so so uh, my producer Ashley, uh, she, she, does, she does the notes, and They're she facts. and she just puts these things in here, and she she knows that I eat Ron Burgundy things sometimes, so I just read them. Like for example, she wrote the Cowboy, so does. Cowboys D. Yeah, you you think you're, you're always doing this. Cowboys D still amazing is what she writes. That's her intro. They for are. the Cowboys. Cowboys. Cowboys D <laughs> still amazing. They I said on this podcast that they're going to have one of the top five defensive lines at the end of the season, and it's and I'm it's trending actually, that the Cowboys way. Demons, Remember actually, when I tried to get you to take them in for fantasy football, and you're like, no, oh, yeah. they're not good. They're, they're the reason I lost this week in okay. fantasy football. Maybe you, you crazy. totally can't drop and add defenses from week to week. I mean. Uh, anyway, um, spoiler alert. <laughs> you, you act like you just like you you try to consult me on some amazing sleeper or something. <laughs> Cowboys You're defense. You're about the Cowboys. They kind of were. They've got the a defense. Vanderash putting hey, them over man, the edge hey. this year. Sean Lee might play this about year. About those notes. What, what does it say? Here's the thing. Cowboys D is still amazing. Through nine games, the Cowboys have given up. Just 28 plays of 20 yards or more, which ranks near the best in the NFL. She didn't want to give the exact number near. there. Near the best. Near the best. That's, that's better than not than far. Far yeah, from the best. Damn near the best. Look, uh, Ezekiel Elliott had a good game, which means that Dak's going to have a good game because that's how it works. Oh, and and, and listen, I know everyone's flipping out about Dak Prescott and like they're they're bailing on him and stuff. And the reality is, he's going to have to take a discount unless Jerry Jones has completely lost his mind. But Dak Prescott, he's 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 Alex Smith, like. He's Kirk Cousins, maybe. Like he's he's just he's just consistent enough to make you okay if. And you can be great if you have an amazing offensive line and Ezekiel Elliott is running like rookie of the year. But and Matt Trubisky is proving and and who the Matt, fuck is and Matt Trubisky? Matt Nagy and, and Mitch Trubisky them oh. combined oh. They're together. Matt Nagy Trubisky. To Chicago sandwich. If there's a good coach that can coach offense, they're proving that coaching is more important in NFL now than ever. So so if the Cowboys can take their head out of their ass, fire Jason Garrett. Put an offensive-minded head coach there. Yeah, I believe in Dak Prescott. Well, here's the thing: the Cowboys and the Eagles are four and five right now, and they play the the Cowboys play the Falcons next, um, which which is which is probably a win because the Falcons are. But I mean, it is at Atlanta. The Falcons going. I don't know what to make of the Falcons. They just got embarrassed by the Browns. They're going to come back. They're going to beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys are going to beat the Redskins on Thursday night, and then we'll start talking about the NFL again. Maybe, but yeah. the Eagles are taking hell this week because they're at the Saints, and that's just that's just an L. Yeah. Um, but feel. they're still in it. If we're going to be fair and factual about it, but what you just said is the actual point, and I don't think it's going to happen. He, the thing about it is, is I keep telling everyone, you remember how Jerry Jones got in the Hall of Fame? Do so you remember how the Cowboys are the most profitable 
sports franchise in the world. Regardless. Right, okay, yeah. so you can't tell him shit. Yeah. And you know what? If I was Jerry Jones, you wouldn't be able to tell me shit either. What, are you, what, what kind of advice could you possibly give me about being successful? Just tell me. I have what Super Bowl rings. I'm in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. What year? I am rich as f- and I have I, I am the owner of the most profitable franchise on planet Earth, which was a disaster before I bought it. Jerry Jerry's going to get bad at acting pretty soon here, and he's going to have someone else actually handle the things that are going no, on. No, I think he's passed off some stuff to to to, to Stephen Jones. I think he's passed off some responsibilities. He's a weekly radio hit. Okay, I get it. He's always going to be Jerry Jones. Like that's what he is. That's what Jerry does. But I'm just saying, I don't see, I don't see him firing Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett has put himself in a position to be the perfect, the perfect coach Halloween for mask. Jerry Jones. Like that, he is, he is the embodiment Terrifying. of what Jerry wants in that position. Somebody who he can tell what to do, and everybody okay. knows it. And mm-hmm. that's not, I don't blame him. Like the job security, do what you got to do, make yourself indispensable. But and it's not like winning playoff games and making it to Super Bowls is something that's high on the priority list for the Cowboys in the past 20 years. Am I right? Am I right? I mean, we want to. Also, did you see Jason Garrett? Did you see Jason Garrett smiling? What did you just say? Did you just say, I mean, we want to? Is that what you just said? I heard it. Clearly, clearly we want to. What? I want to have a six pack. I still eat carbs all the time. I still have pasta three times a week. What are you talking about? You want to. Yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. Yeah, you should. That's the standard? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not even as mad as she is about it, but she convinced me. (laughs) How dare you? How dare you? All right, what's next? The Patriots are 7-3 after a bad loss to the Titans on Sunday. While I'm sure they ain't tripping in New England, people like myself are salivating over the end of Tom Brady for real this time. In an offensive happy NFL, Brady has thrown only one touchdown pass in the last three games. Joy, the AFC is too talented for the Patriots to make it to the Super Bowl. Quit it or quit it. It's a tough question. What you think? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. AFC. It's not. It's not the old AFC. It isn't the old AFC. I'm gonna win it. Uh, just because I am seeing some some hey, cracks there. In in who? Tom Brady or the Patriots? In the Patriots. But not Tom Brady. I, I am not doing that. I'm not doing that. And I, and I really, feel, I really feel silly even saying it about the Patriots too. He almost twenty okay, incompletions. Fr- what 20 is it with the Tennessee Titans? Every time the Tennessee Titans wins, this is like it's, they're like Super Bowl bound. You okay, never so even just relax. When they embarrass the Cowboys, it's a fluke. Are the Cowboys are terrible? When they embarrass the Patriots. Uh, Bill Belichick always loses to former teammate, assistant coaches, players. Well, yes. I think this is the first time he's he ever played Patricia someone. lost to Patricia and Mike Vrabel. Right. And in those games, they scored 10 points, and Brady completed 52% of his passes compared to the other eight games where they went 7-1, and one, and he averaged 32.5 points in 68% of his passes. So you yes, do have there's, the stats. You are, I do have the stats. I can read them very quickly. The point, I, I get it. Like, So if you have more information on Tom Brady, uh, you have a better chance against him. Wow. whoop the fucking do Like, I mean, is that revolutionary shit, right? I mean, I hope you picked up something in the 10 plus years that you were working under Bill Belichick. Otherwise, what were you doing? However, however, I am not going to just bail on the Patriots being good this year. I know everyone's been dying and praying for this moment for for the past 18 years. Yeah, was a lot of time wasted. Mm-hmm. I am done wasting my time rooting against Tom Brady actively and thinking that the, this is this is the end. You know what's going to be the end? When he says I am done playing football out of his face, out of his pie hole comes those words, then I will then I will believe it and then I will stop fearing 
the New England Patriots. Until then, they're still contenders, and that's just all there is to it. The, the Steelers are playing amazing, and obviously we know the Chiefs are off the chain. Yep. And this week, playing the—the the thing about this week with the Chiefs and the Rams is like, I don't know, man, because it, it's—they're it's, playing in Mexico City, yeah. and the elevation there is crazy. It's mm-hmm. 2,000 feet higher than playing in Denver. Wow. So it's 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 it, it's so far above sea level. It's crazy elevation. It's hard as f- to play there. So I don't even know that like I can look at that game and be like this is a Super Bowl preview because it's it's not it's a neutral site. Yeah. So I mean obviously the Super Bowl will be a neutral right. site yeah. also, but it's not going to be in Mexico City. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be in Atlanta. So I, I don't know, but I'm not bailing on the Patriots just yet. I I do think the Steelers are they're playing great and the Chiefs are playing amazing. I don't think the Patriots can win a playoff game in Kansas City, so there's well, that. They have they they have a they have a long bye. It's long because they lost. Then they'll play the Jets, and then the Vikings game. I'm interested in because at that point in time, the Vikings got to put up or shut up eventually as well. Oh, I don't believe in the Vikings. Yeah, that's, well. that's silliness. Uh, two things. Let me jump in here real quick. You already jumped in. Despite so. the way both of you were looking at me when I said those we're words, we're hoping that more words from you. Should I say or should I get to the? All right, I'm going to get to it. Uh, they might not play at Stadio Azteca in Mexico City because the field looks like trash. I did see that the, the field was so bad. Is that where's Shakira, the alternate site? Shakira concert. Ooh. Ooh. Shakira, Shakira. Yeah. Those hips don't lie. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Shakira f- up the field. Yep, and then, this, and then the second Stay thing is, do you think the fact that uh, Belichick and Brady and the Patriots lost to two previous coordinators. Does that speak to you guys at all about the notion of Tom Brady being a system quarterback? That people who are inside of the system were able to beat the system and, um, and shut Brady no, down? No, because do it when it matters. The regular season game okay. uh, when they're both teams that I don't even believe in. Uh, I know. Tom Brady is know. the ultimate system quarterback. Um, mm. Okay. And that's a compliment. Yeah, Brady was a player, but uh, I get you. so I get your point. Where Thank what you. is the alternate uh, site than Estadio Azteca? They're still trying to figure it out. El Paso. I've been to El Paso. <laughs> as have I. Um, but they're they're making travel. They're making Plan B preparations for the Ooh, likelihood that it uh, happens in LA. Huh. Interesting. All right. Across the border. What's next? We going basketball next. Jimmy Butler finally got his wish. The Timberwolves traded Butler, Justin Patton, and a 2022 second-round pick for Dario Sarge, Robert Covington, and Jared Bayless. No relations to skip. Now, with all three All-Stars, the Sixers are ready to heat it up with the competition in the East. Joy, after the Sixers trade, the East is officially more interesting than the West. Quit it or quit it? Um, Yeah. I can, I can, I can get with that. I think that oh, interesting. Yes, they are more interesting. Yes. I will with that. No um, question. Do I do I think that this that now all of a sudden makes them a lock to to win the Eastern Conference? And everyone was freaking out over this trade. It's like, calm down. Can yeah. we see if Jimmy Butler is capable of playing with anybody before you guys crown yourselves Eastern Conference champions? Yeah. By the way, good luck in in the in the finals against Golden State. Anyway. All right, so let's just, let's just everyone. relax everyone there. Everyone right now is training. Everyone's just training, training for, for Golden State. I don't know. What All right, well, Boston numbers. Boston doesn't look doesn't look as good as we thought they were going to look. They have some chemistry issues. Yeah. Um, and this Jimmy Butler trade, we'll see what happens there. I mean, they did whoop on my heat, which I didn't appreciate. Mm-hmm. But uh, Marco Fultz, what's happened? I don't know. Ooh. I don't know what happened to Marco Fultz. I was about to say, I mean, can't say that. Um, damn. Yeah. It's it's. It's hard to watch. Honestly, I don't, LeVar, I don't LeVar messed as, that whole draft up. 
LeVar messed that whole draft up. There's no reason Markel Fultz should have been taken first. He didn't even win in Washington. What? First round pick? I don't like know, Colin man. said, the process is over. The process is over. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 trade I don't know how it's, it's going to work with ben, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and then Jimmy Butler. Um, I mean, he, it's Jimmy Butler. So he's he's going to score and he, he's going to be able to make plays at the end of the game, which is what they need. And obviously, uh, the, the chemistry is just going to have to develop over time. But I, I'm not really I'm not ready to just crown them Eastern Conference champions just yet. Don't. Uh, by no. the way, by the way, and this is this is on me as well because I don't really pay attention to them either. The Bucks are really, really fucking good. I mean, and yeah. they're beating really good teams. Now they do lose to bad teams, right. so there's that. Clippers. But they are they are a good team, and Greek Freak is playing out of his mind. So it's the the East is really wide open for whoever wants to get it together at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what happens. Raptors. Obviously, the Sixers fans were losing their minds. Good for you. Uh, I mean, I. I would, if I was a Sixers fan, obviously I would be excited as well. But I, I, I am not a Sixers fan, so I want to see what happens. No, first. I don't, I'm, I don't want to know why. Uh, why would a Sixers fan be excited, John Hill? Like, what, oh, why, yeah. why, why, why yeah, would a Sixers, why would Sixers be, fan be excited? Uh, no, I'm terrified. He's going to ruin that locker room. It's, it was, <laughs> Thank it's you. a disaster. Thank you. Jimmy Butler has only proven to be good He's terrible. At messing he up ruins locker rooms. teams. Yes. He ruins the last two teams. He'll sleep with your girl. Like, <laughs> true facts. Yeah, no, yeah. It's a disaster. I'll stop Here's you what's going to He's going to play well. They're going to mm-hmm. sign him to a max, and then he's going to do Jimmy Butler things, and the team's ruined. It's and over. then Embiid or Simmons Sad is going to end up Sad somewhere day. else. Yep, there's no way they're getting along. Out. Yeah, he's going to make Fultz cry. Yeah, oh my gosh. It's over. Fultz is already over. crying. Oh, John Hill with the heat today. I just, I just, I had to ask a real Philly fan. I was not prepared for that. And ask a real I appreciate that. It was a very good insight <laughs> on the on the feeling of. Uh, what was that last one? Three words: fire Elton Brand. Okay, Ooh. those are those are the words of John Hill. Mm. Um, but I appreciate it. Billy, stand up. <laughs> Some things get better with age, like a bottle of fine wine Ooh. and me. Just kidding. Sadly, that's not the case when it comes to your skin and especially your face. Hims connects you with doctors online who evaluate your skin needs and can prescribe you a custom anti-aging treatment. All you what? need to do is take a couple of pictures and answer a few questions. No more awkward in-person doctor's office visits and the products are shipped directly to your door. Hey. It's your skin. Do you want to be a face in the crowd or the face in the crowd? You want to be the face in the crowd. So order now and save $20 off your first month of Hims anti-aging kits. Lock in those looks now and get your first month of anti-aging for $20 off. Go to 4hims.com slash crazysc. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash crazysc. 4hims.com slash crazysc. Hear ye, hear ye. The Warriors are petty. Woo. Okay, so everyone's freaking out. Excited. Uh, the Warriors, uh, KD and Draymond Green got in a little tussle uh, the other night um, against the Clippers, mm-hmm. and um, Draymond, Draymond did a boo boo and decided he, he was going to take the last shot at the end of the game. No, 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 no. He, That's I, Kevin Durant's job. I don't know if he was going to take the last shot. He definitely had the ball in his hands for way too long. Should not have <laughs> taken it. When do you know thing when Draymond brings the ball up to court? He shouldn't have did that. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Because yes. uh, then he lost the, the ball and it's just insane. And KD's standing right there with, like this. A lot of which, was, which was what everyone else was doing. It was like, why does Draymond still have the ball when KD is standing right next to him without the ball? <laughs> All, the, um, the, the, the thought that most Warriors people have when Draymond has the ball, period. Well, no. I mean, but in that spot, Hold for on sure. A sec- like, 
I'm not Ashley, so I don't get, I don't jump into every Warriors discussion. But when Draymond has the ball, we feel fucking great. Yeah, because he's I, awesome. I agree with All that. All right. He pushed the ball up the floor. He was going past. He got fouled like three times. Ain't nobody called it. I'm pissed. Heller's standing. I don't, up don't understand what's that. happening over yeah, there. So the listeners, um, he was standing. Yeah. Standing. Uh, Ashley does that's not, not stand. Ashley does not do that. Ashley does not stand. She's okay. Uh, it's fine. I agree with you though. Everyone's not freaking out every time Draymond touches the ball. However, right. in that specific situation, not a good idea. No. Um, and then they lost the game because it went into overtime and the Clippers won. And then Katie, well, okay, so they were fighting on the sidelines, mm-hmm. very visible. Um, Boogie, which I like, kind of took Draymond off to the side. Yes. Now people were tweeting me that he said something about Katie's a bitch. I don't know if we've confirmed that or not. I hope that didn't happen. I mean, if anybody can be. Lip red on television is Draymond Green. Uh, no, that would be Boogie Cousins is the one they're saying. Oh, so Boogie that's not Cousins helpful. said Draymond's a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, can we look into that? Can we fact check that? Because yeah, them Cartier's on. Um, he yes, and then uh, KD skipped his media availability at the end of it, and now we're getting all these reports about what happened. So apparently Draymond was defending himself. Uh, in the locker room saying he made the right decision. He did not, obviously, and the rest of his teammates very vehemently disagreed in loud form. Mm -hmm. So everyone's having this meltdown about how this is the end of the Warriors and stuff. Um, And then now there's a new report from uh, Sham that is saying that um, (laughs) Draymond said something to KD about his impending free agency. Mm. I don't know what to make of all this. There's a lot going on here for just a simple uh, regular season game against the Clippers. However, I will say... I'm going to look at the deposit as a positive. You don't you wanna you wanna deter bad behavior, right? And so you gotta you gotta do it right now, okay? There will be none of this you taking the ball down the court at the end of the game. Draymond is not a line. bad dog for Durant to tell him he made a mistake. Kevin Durant is a is a back-to-back finals MVP. He can tell Draymond whatever the f*** he wants. He and, can't, he's and, only that because Draymond allowed him to come onto okay. his team. No, no, no. It's not Draymond's team. It's not Draymond's team. It's Steph's team, first of all. And listen, I am not disrespecting Draymond Green. I very much understand the value of Draymond Green on that team. Good. I don't think that they win a championship without Draymond Green any of these times. They need Draymond Green. True that. But... But Draymond, that doesn't mean that Draymond Green should have the ball in his hands at the end of the game, with the game on the line. It should never happen. And if you are a, a championship-level team, you handle that shit in-house, and you tell Draymond, you're not to do that again. I don't give a fuck about your ego. So what That's happens? What Draymond here. called him a bitch. Draymond, Draymond, Draymond called, called Katie a bitch to Boogie. He, said, he kept saying, he's a bitch. He's a bitch. Yes! Now, let me say something about that. When you, when the most vocal person on your team, the vocal leader on clapping. the team. This is just me making a motion. When the most vocal clapping. person on the team is saying the best player on our team is a bitch, that is grounds to be like, okay, paying attention to the Warriors here on out. Hope they lose all the games. This is the end of the dynasty. It's not the end of the dynasty. Everyone just relax. They're going to fix it. It's going to be fine. So. It's going to be fine. Tom, know, Brady's, this is the same Tom Brady's thing with Tom a rat and the Warriors are a rat. I know you're going to say rat. Tom Brady. It's not. I'm, it's I can do none of this nonsense. Greatness. Greatness hater. It is very I don't hate it. It's you just, are a greatness hater. Greatness is situational. <laughs> greatness is situational. And our situation like is Philly. still lit. Like with the Eagles it's last year. still lit. You're like, mad. You're like big mad. Like when LeBron got Draymond Green up off the floor and won the finals. and beat big mad. Big mad. That's a good nickname for you. That's a good nickname for you. Don't you get to the 280, you might be big mad. Come on. All right, the Warriors are rap. Y'all say y'all heard it here first. Draymond and KD, the only two dark-skinned starters about to fight this year. Oh, Lord. Actually, no. What's the, what's the center? He's dark too, too. <laughs> All right, lit list. It's lit. At the night show, ooh. 
It's warm in here. It is lit yes. in here. I, I, as I said, I was lit. I, I felt the but sweat. But you know what the thing is? We've been talking about how hot it is in here mm-hmm. um, for the longest because we're silly and we built the panels uh, in front of the the thing. The thing that the controls th- the, the thermostat. thermostat. That's what Thank they call you, it in the streets. Um, thermostat. Yeah, it's thermostat in the streets. Right, yeah. Um, th- thermostat in, in the streets, uh, thingamajig in the sheets. Thank you very much. Thank you. Try the meal. All right. Um, anyway. Boom. So, uh, but now I don't want to bother to change it because it's getting cold outside. I, it doesn't feel like fall outside right now. Like, legitimately, in LA, it feels like fall. <laughs> It feels like fall in well, the mornings. This morning, in the mornings, it's <laughs> in the cold. Mornings, it feel like it's fall. chilly. All right, so uh, Halle Berry is lit this week during the always. Seahawks Rams game. She is always lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike's picked up Jared Goff calling an audible Halle Berry, Halle Berry, Halle Berry, uh, and the tweets caught uh, the attention of Halle Berry mm-hmm. because Halle is on it. Recently, um, because I'm a very big fan of the royal family, uh, I noticed that uh, they posted some picture of uh, the Prince Prince Harry's uh, dorm room, and he had Halle Berry on her on his wall, like uh, the very the smallest picture. Shut okay, up. in this it, within this picture is like his dorm room wall, and then he has like this thing hanging, and then like Halle's in the middle of it. I think, like how you spotted that, I don't know. So Halle is on this. Sh- she, she, she is she waiting pe- to see these things. Did he go to? So is this we are not all white devils. Appreciate you, Harry. <laughs> Here you go. You just had to get in there. He's from somewhere um, else. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. He's not American. Um, anyway, Halle Berry tweeted to Jared Goff. Hold up. What is? Halle, what is a Halle Berry? Um, this particular play ended up in touchdown. Uh, and he also Eventually. He, he responded to her. It's my favorite play ever. He was very excited after the game that Halle had noticed it. This is very, very L.A. However, I, it warms my heart that Halle is still uh, considered in the elite of elite because I consider Halle up there. I just recently started following her on Instagram. Do that. That's not smart. What? Um, I can follow Halle Berry on Instagram. Can you? All 90s stars are, are on the table. Oh, I'm about to available. follow Raven after this. Raven Simone. Um, okay. Uh, Raven well, has often spoke about how much of a huge fan of Halle Berry's acting he is, so right. I think it's all good, Joy. Um, Monster Ball is great. Uh, I've, um, Monsters Ball, excuse me. <sighs> Wait, Monster Ball? <laughs> yeah. Which is what I thought it was uh, as a child. She's great in Boomerang. Boomerang. Are we going to... Should we... Let's do it! I've been so excited for this. So we were prepping uh, for this show yesterday, and we started. Uh, we went down another wormhole yes. in uh, in our in our show prep, uh, which we're not going to. We're going to link it to this instead because it's more positive. Exactly. Uh, and we're doing positive things around here now instead of talking about people in bad ways. But we were discussing our favorite early '90s or late '90s, early 2000 black rom coms. Mm. So we did a list last. What was it last? It was, it was, uh, it was for Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. We did the whiteboard game. Yes, yes. We did our top yes. uh, romantic movies or yes. black romantic movies. Our our, fav- our favorite romantic movie period. Period. Yes. Okay. We did not we did not go no. culture specific. No. Okay. Well. Well, you but you I mean the whole podcast is culture specific. <laughs> In theory, well, yeah, in but, theory, yes, yes. Yes. but but we didn't want to limit it for the people who have not seen right. uh, black romantic comedies, right? Which, if you haven't, what are you doing? Yeah, they're on Why all would you, the time. You're, like, because because really, Eddie Murphy was ahead of his time with the with the toe check. 
check for the toes. Yes. Okay. Eddie Mur- Eddie Murphy was before his time in a lot of things. Yes, but the toe check is important. Okay. Yes, that's true. Like it's just it, it is is important. It is important. Oh, I yeah. mean, listen. I was in an all girls dorm. All right, my yeah. freshman year. Let me just tell you, if you're rocking with a girl with bad hygiene, it's kind of on you. You deserve whatever happens to you. It's, I mean, it's just, it, honestly, women's bathrooms are disgusting. If I'm just going to go on a tangent here, please, women's bathrooms please talk are about it. horrific. Talk about it, because hy- we can't. Yeah, we don't know No, you there. can't? No, because well, if we've seen it, we're not allowed to have seen it. You know. What? <laughs> I guess I can say a joke. What? Anyway, all right, let's not get down that tangent. All right, so we made a list of some of our favorites. Oh, now you don't want to go on the bathroom tangent. No, I don't want to go on the bathroom tangent. Uh, two can play that game. Very mm. strong. Very. Uh, Vivica Fox and somebody else. Gabrielle Union, Morris Chestnut. Morris Chestnut. Shouts out to Undisputed promos. Yes. From the beginning. I forgot about <laughs> really those. Nice. Yes. Skip Bayless. Good commercial. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was a good commercial. Yeah, uh, I watched um, uh, Last Man Holiday with Earl last night. Last Man? I watched Nutty Professor last night. I actually cried. Last Man's Holiday? He didn't catch me. That Earl is... didn't catch me because if, if he had caught me, he would give me shit. But you didn't catch me. It's very sad at the end. All those movies are sad. Like, rom-com is it. Like, you cry and you laugh. What year did Last Man Holiday come out? Google I'm that. I'm guessing okay, 90... Deliver Us from Eva. Ooh. One of the best scenes from LL J in his acting history. Honestly, the writers do not deserve... I mean, they, they deserve so much more credit than they yeah, get. so much more credit. Uh, LL J is a meat delivery man. Mm. And Gabrielle Union is a... a, 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 a bougie, stingy. Bougie... Uh, food inspector. Mm. Hello, and Mary Print J. It. Blige, uh, uh, "Star for Life" is one of my favorite songs ever, and you can't get it anywhere. I'm not it's a big Mary J. Blige. Obviously, fan. the best man, um, Boomerang. How to be a player? Mm, how to be a player? So booty call. I can just see all the the move now, jackets. Now, how Stella got her groove back and yeah, uh, waiting to exhale. I don't. I don't. I feel like those are just romance romance movies. No, because who's that lady's name with the high voice? It'd be all, she was the she was the black mom in, in the PJs with uh, Eddie Murphy, Loretta. I feel like her name's Loretta. Anyways, she was Loretta's in a strong she, name. she was in Waiting to Exhale. She was hilarious. There was a lot of funny black women scenes in Waiting to Exhale. But is it a romantic comedy? Like, just because there's the funny scenes... The preacher's wife is going to be a romantic comedy. No, it's no, not. It's not. Oh, okay. What are you talking right. about? Okay. Preacher's wife is... First of all, preacher's wife... Okay, first when, of all, I preacher's was the only person wife, that found Whitney Houston charismatic and funny in that movie. I'm not... You could be... You could have funny moments in a movie and it not be a comedy. Okay. Tell that to Dave Chappelle in, in uh, Must Love Dogs. Or you got mail, whichever one he was in, because every time he was on screen with Tom Hanks, he was hilarious. Let me say my black rom coms. First of all, Preacher's Wife is a Christmas movie, okay? So just stop it. Preacher's Preacher's Wife is a Christmas movie. Okay, uh, Friday Friday After Next is that a Christmas movie? Yes. Good. Okay then. What's all right. Funnier now, than that? It's okay. Than that. So what? <laughs> better than that. Okay. It's not a rom com. I thought I came in thinking we was gonna rank them power rank. So here we go. Okay. Uh, five black rom com, Cradle to the Grave. Great. <laughs> DMX, <laughs> DMX, Aaliyah, and Jet Li. A lot of laughter. Tom Arnold's in there being hilarious. He's funny as <laughs> it's hell. It's a comedy of Tom Arnold's in it for sure. It's not a romantic comedy. It's not. Okay, uh, so for Brown Sugar. Okay, so here's the thing about Brown okay. Sugar. Here's what? the thing about Brown Sugar. Are you about to say something? Uh, yes, because Brown Sugar should be in there, but I don't know it why is. Brown Sugar feels like it's more like mo- it's like it's a, the prototype. It's like more modern. I don't know why. Mo- more modern than. It's in the, it's it's in that time frame though. I don't know why I feel like it was later. Most deaf is, is a is is it's smitten. It was when we first found out most deaf can actually act. Remember yeah. when we first found out no, no, common no. can actually act? It, it, it was like, oh <laughs> shit. 
This guy's no, talented. It's, it's, it's very strong. I love Brown Sugar. It's a great movie. The Universal Meeper 3, The Wood 2, which you still say you haven't seen, which is just like not acceptable. It isn't acceptable. You just got to go do it. You guys should do that. Uh, the Wood, and then Nutty Professor, number one. Now, is that, what is that? Is that a rom-com? Is that not? No, Jada it's not a rom-com. Jada Pinkett Smith was in there. Are, there are crying? romantic elements to a movie. Or just because there are comedic elements to a movie does not mean you can classify it as a rom-com. Okay, well, 27 Dresses should just Do be you? a comedy then. <laughs> okay, we'll say it. 27 Dresses, just I a comedy. Like 27 That's what I'm saying. Actually. Just a comedy. Y'all want to talk about I, that then? It's it, just it's a comedy. Because Nutty Presser is... Based all, it's all based around romance. It's a rom-com. It's a rom-com. Man of Honor. What, are you just that saying movies now? I'm saying money's. A, I mean movies, money's movies that were just funny. Like you can't be because that's too. Just because Cradle to the Grave has too much action in it, don't mean it's not a rom com. <laughs> what did you say yesterday, Belly? <laughs> belly, yeah, Belly. I said yes, all those. Tommy and Keisha. Uh, <laughs> when did Last Man Holiday come out? Uh, 2013. Let me hold on. Let me yeah, 2013. So 2013. Okay, let me think. What what year is it? Essence. It's, it's 2018. I gotta tell you the and not the obviously the death part of the end of that movie, but 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 all right, Ashley's dropping stuff. Um, the ending of his career kind of felt a little bit like Jason Taylor. I'm just saying they carried him off the field the same way. Mm. Felt like a little, you know, a little reminiscent. Mm, I don't like the comparison, uh, but you're allowed to make it. I do. It. So what do you mean? Why you don't like the comparison? You say that somebody died, and you know. I said I'd take that. Take I that part out. I know you took it off, but I got stuck with me. Um. Anyway, okay. So we were, we just needed to do that because it was important. <laughs> yeah, we did. We feel better. Thank you, Holly Berry. Love and basketball that. is not a rom com. How is love and basketball not a rom com? I was. I do you, you were... know what a rom com is? Clearly not. Yeah. Really. <laughs> Goofy you movie don't. is a great rom com. The Goofy movie. <laughs> Most Disney films are good rom coms. Uh, in her, in her, uh, what's it, the house one with the, with the balloons? Up, oh. uh, that's not a rom com. Oh. oh, okay. All right. Okay. The beginning of Up is the saddest fucking beginning to any movie since Bambi. Uh, yeah, I got a layout of that with the yeah, yes, Bambi. It is. Yeah, that All was. All right. Yeah. Next on the lit list is okay, the Saints. We still doing um, this. Yeah, we're still doing some of the, <laughs> the show. Sports, uh, Drew Brees. <laughs> Is just uh, is just killing it right now, and I don't I don't really know what to make of the Saints other than I I don't, I don't know who can beat them. I think they had a chance to be beaten until this last game. I realized Sean Payton and Drew Brees in the off in the Saints offense are trying to win Drew Brees the MVP this year. Oh, and he should, and he should. Like it's it's between to me right now the MVP race is between Drew Brees and Patrick Mahomes. And I, yeah. I, I tend to, I, I think it's going to come down to, at the end, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, it's between those two. And yeah. when, it, when it comes down to who's going to be playing better at the end of the season, I think, really, like, it becomes like a popularity thing. Ooh. Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes or Drew Brees? Yeah. Um, here's the thing, and, and this is just because Patrick Mahomes is is young, and that's, all, that's the only reason why I'm saying this, like right. literally the only reason. Drew Brees has never won an MVP, which is kind of uh, an affront to the entire right. award. So I, I would like to see him win it this year, even yeah. though I think Patrick Mahomes is just as deserving, and we'll mm-hmm. see what happens. But Drew Brees is... Uh, it's like giving Derrick Rose he, MVP. Um, it's like, you gotta what? do it. You should do it. No, it's not like giving Derrick Rose the MVP. Don't ever say that again. Drew Brees, <laughs> Drew Brees is in the discussion as as one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. With a birthmark on his face. I, I don't know why that matters. He's, I'm saying, he's look, completed 22 of 25 passes on Sunday. His completion rate is 77.3%. What is it again? 77.3%. That's a lot of percents. 
yeah, it's accurate. I'm going to just break it down for you. That's very, very good. Very, you know why that's good? Accurate. Because the NFL record was set by Breeze last season, and it was 72%. So Breeze is f***ing killing it right now. He's not now. going to get to Peyton Manning's this year, though. The, the t- touchdown, how what far, is it, 500? How far away is he? He's like, he's like 30 away from the touchdown I record. don't know, man. Maybe if Dez comes back. Oh, yeah, uh, that sucked. That sucks. That does really um, suck. That I really, I, I really felt bad. That yes. situation is horrible. And, and then they signed, really they signed, they signed Brandon Marshall. And that could have taken the wind out of their sails too. Like that could have been really awkward. No. But I thought everybody. Stepped no, I up thought it was really cool how the they X. all threw up the X and. Yeah, yeah. but I, I watched the Oklahoma State Oklahoma game this weekend. By Why? the time the Saints came on, I was tired of seeing the X. I'm just gonna say it. It was a lot of X celebration. There was a lot of homage. A lot of homage. <laughs> a lot of homage. People were rooting for him. All right, and then finally, finally, uh, Duke, the Duke, the Dukes, Duke. <laughs> uh, Duke is just incredible right now. They annihilated Kentucky and Army. Um, they are the number one team in the country in week two. Um, this is their 135th trip to the top of the polls. <laughs> that broke their tie with UCLA for the most weeks spent at number one. And R.J. Barrett, Zion Williamson, and Cam Reddish are all going to be first-round picks. And they're going to win the f-ing championship. And I don't even think it's close. I would push back if I didn't spend all the time watching all the Zion clips before the show. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. And What's- I'm always for big men playing basketball. Yeah. He's 280. That's my oh, goal. Weight. I mean, that's your goal. Weight. That's my goal. Weight. Zion is a specimen, obviously. Yeah. And he, he's going to get a lot of the attention when it comes to draft time because because uh, he is so giant and mm-hmm. so athletic. But I, I maintain that R.J. Barrett is going to be the number one overall pick. He has more experience internationally. He beat uh, um, Coach K's team or Kyle Perry's team. Mm. His his uh, under nineteen Canadian national team beat the U.S. U nineteen national team, and he was seventeen, and he actually had just turned seventeen. So he has I a lot know. more experience, I and know. he is a a wing scorer. And shooter. I am. I'm with and the, you. And the way that the well that that's part of it. That's the reason why he's not getting the love that Zion's getting because he he is Canadian. Well, then my whole thing is it just feels like the case of when everyone is talking about how great this is, a lot of people want to talk about how great that is. And yes, this and that is all both great. They're being both being coached by Coach K right now, and which is terrifying. The fact that Duke has adopted the one and done. And gonna actually gonna coach people up and like and, and this is gonna be a continuous thing. Like yeah, I, it's, it's terrifying. It's smart. You, it's what you should do. You should be ahead of the game. Shocker. An all time great coach would figure it out. That's what Popovich does. Like, Who's the most du- popular Duke though? Most popular Duker? Duke. 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 The name Duke. Duke, Duke person? Most popular Duke. Duke. Um Christian Lehner. <laughs> I was talking about the Bush Bank the Bush Baked Beans dog. Oh. I think he was probably the more popular Duke. I don't know. <laughs> No, that's really strong. <laughs> loser power rankings. Loser power rankings. All right. Um. So really big news. Uh. I take a major L. Um. Yeah. Fantasy football. Yep. Not going to say that that was going to be my choice, but it is what it is. We Why didn't get started on time. Well, Le'Veon Bell uh, is not going to be playing <laughs> football this season. Can you just blame us for your Le'Veon? I do blame you. I blame all of you. Um. Your Wi-Fi. My Wi-Fi is just the absolute worst. I'm telling you, a gremlin on a, a, a wheel, a hamster wheel, it powers my Wi-Fi. He takes a break at night, starting at 6:45. Pack um, a day smoker, probably. Yeah, he's chain smoker for sure. Yeah, 
He eats like turnips. Um, anyway, he is not turning up for the Steelers this year. He he didn't report, so now he's ineligible. He's going to miss the rest of the season, and he's going to miss out on $14.5 million. I, I mean... I don't, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't know. Maybe he knows something the rest of us don't know. I have no problem. To be clear, I don't have any problem with what Le'Veon's doing. If this is how you want to manage your career Mm -hmm. and your body, um, and you feel like you're you're making a statement for players moving forward or for your position, or you just feel like you're going to be able to make that money back, do what you need to do. Like I'm, I don't take it personally when anybody, when any any player does what they feel like they need to do to make the money that they need to make after they've proven themselves to be an elite player. Right. Like, it sucks for fans, it sucks for your teammates, it sucks for the organization, but at the end of the day, you gotta do what's best for you, and if you feel like this is the best, then it's the best. Or, it could end up very badly, and you could hold out, and then the next year, you could not get paid, or you could come in and get injured, and there's a million intangible things that you can't measure. The thing about it is, is the Steelers are six and two, and they've got James Conner. Now he's in pro- concussion protocol right now, mm-hmm. but it's a concussion, so even if he's out this week, he'll be back next week. Right. And he's third in the league in rushing. He's uh, fourth in the league in in in, in, in total touchdowns, and he's got seven hundred seventy seven seven hundred seventy one yards rushing. I don't like they don't. He has better numbers than Le'Veon had. And they're rolling. So, yeah. do, was I looking forward to having Le'Veon back? Well, personally, for fantasy football reasons, yes. But uh, I, I don't know. I didn't know how Le'Veon was going to come back anyway. He hasn't been playing. He's not. He's can't be in game shape. He can be in workout shape, but he can't be in game shape. Right. So there was going to be a bit of a, a, a get back with it anyway. Yeah. After week four of your starting running back no longer there, even him coming back week eight in the works is like, okay, but what is he going to do for the team? Right. I didn't really think Le'Veon Bell was going to be important to the Steelers team this year in 2018. And him sitting out and putting all that money on the table, like, all the power to you. If you have, it's like when people took a year off of college because they wanted to. It's like, if you can do that, like, good. And and you need to do it and you come back better, stronger, faster, whatever. I'm still pulling for Le'Veon. I think this could be a... It's it's the right move because it's the move he made in my right. opinion. Right, like I'm not going to flip out and judge his his personal decisions for his career. Like right. whatever, it's not. I I mean, it's not I'm not, not missing out on 14.5 right. million. If it was if it was me making the money, he would be like if he had to be there for me to get 14 million, he would be there. Right, but it's not me. But it's not. It's, me. Not, it's not going. It's, it's not. not my it doesn't matter. It yeah. is in my pocket. Yeah. Uh, they play Jacksonville this week. All right, so, uh, so next win. on. Uh, it's must win. They should win that game, actually. Yes. All right. Um, So the Raiders are on a loser list again this week. Um, They lost to the Chargers, who are very good. Yes. Very good. Yes. Twenty to six on Sunday, and Mm -hmm. uh, they're one and eight, and they're a disaster. But what's interesting about the Raiders is that Mark Davis decided to step in and take some blame for John Gruden. So he said, I always look in the mirror and the buck stops with me. Where this team is right now is my fault. We haven't been able to build a 22-man roster. We haven't been able to give this team a chance to win because the reconstruction failed. We failed from 2014 on to have the mm. roster we have now. He also dismissed the idea that Khalil Mack trade was Gruden's fault and the same with the Amari Cooper deal. Um, I actually like this. So while the Raiders overall are a disaster, mm-hmm. I like that Mark Davis came in and took some responsibility for it. 
I don't think it's going to change anybody's mind, but a lot of these decisions come down to the owner, especially if you have an owner that is yes. in any way meddling whatsoever. He has to sign off on these decisions, and a Shout lot of people, we don't we don't pay attention to that. Well, sure, but Jerry Jones is the most visible owner in all of sports. So, yeah, like, but and Mark Davis is up there. But the buck does stop with the with them most of the time, right? Yeah. But that's we don't think about that as fans. Sometimes mm-hmm. we forget it as media, and not just with the NFL. Like it happens all the time in the NBA, and 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 I'm sure MLB as well. Like you have all these stats guys. And you have GMs and you have the owners like the the decisions to trade or keep or cut players or draft players is not solely in the hands of a coach. Very rarely is it in the hands of a coach. I really feel like if you're not Belichick, it's not just in your hands because Belichick, I'm sure, doesn't have to run anything by Bob Kraft or anyone else in that building at this point. But if you're not, you got to run these decisions by people. And these decisions affect not only your career, but the future of the franchise. And if you make a bad decision, it's and the owner, the owner makes you make that decision. And then they forget they made made you make that decision. Like, I don't know. Hugh Jackson. Uh, yeah, I'd really yeah. like Carson Wentz. I'd really like Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'd really like Patrick Mahomes. But these, the, the Raiders are a professional football team. I don't I don't know the exact stat. This is gut data. I think they haven't scored an offensive touchdown in the last three games. It's something crazy yeah. like that. Like that is, like, I can't even say the words. It's it's un it's inexcusable. It is inexcusable. As it's, a it's professional how, it's football how, team, it's how I felt about the Browns last. I mean the the uh, Bills last week. Like yeah. it just it's just it's inexcusable. And shout out to the Bills for for taking what I said and applying it and beating the Jets. The Bills oh are God, some so kind of bad. weird Twilight Zone team. They finally cut Nathan Peterman. Such a nice guy. He, I bet he was I very mean, he was, I bet he was very cordial very, on the way out. Very he was probably very nice. Yeah. Thank you for the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's yeah. very bad at football. All right. And finally, on the loser power rankings this week is the Rockets. So they made it through 11 games, Mello and the Rockets. He hasn't been cut yet. Everyone's just relaxed. According oh, to Woj, really? though, uh, Mello's representatives are already looking at a plan to move him to another team. Um, there's obviously rumors that players felt like it was the last game that Mello's going to play with them, and it's just not working. And Woj said Mello's reps are looking uh, at talking to front offices about where he could go. Kill the threes. Big three, love. Uh, no. I don't know what the Rockets were thinking, really. Um, we, I, I had high hopes for Melo there. I thought I it did. was. A, I thought it was a good move. You did. Turned out it wasn't a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes you swing, sometimes you miss. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but, 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 people are freaking out. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, Melo's going to retire." Melo is not going to retire from basketball. This is not where the journey ends for Carmelo Anthony. I'm just that's just that's just not what's going to happen at all. And Kyrie Irving said he wants him. I don't know that that's necessarily works. The Celtics already have some chemistry issues, so I mean, I think at this point, like it's pretty obvious. It should be pretty obvious to Carmelo. You have now passed into a different phase of your career. Yes. All right, you are no longer a starter. Mm-hmm. You are going to have to come off the bench. You are going to have to adjust your game. You're going to have to come in and do only what you do best. And whoever puts him on their squad needs to put him in a position where he is only asked to do what he does best. Right. Right. Which is go out and get buckets. Okay. Sure. You 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 don't need to be doing anything else because mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. And that's where the Rockets actually fucked up. So. He's been talk, the, the, the heat have been thrown out there because of his connection to Dwayne Wade. I don't really think that works. It, it's not going to help them in any way. They're mm-hmm. 13th in scoring already. I don't think Mel is going to enhance them in any way there. Mm-hmm. Now, there's other two other teams that are kind of interesting. Obviously, Kyrie just mentioned that he would like Carmelo to go there. So uh, during weird. the season, I don't know how that works, but having him in the playoffs would be an asset, I think. Because they, 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 they do have some, still have some young pieces, and he's coming off the bench. Okay. Yeah. But when he does play, Ashley hates this. 
the Spurs are interesting. Now hear me out. Okay. Spurs, back up Mello four. Spurs? Mellow to the Spurs. Back up four. Okay. okay. Just come in, get buckets. If mm-hmm. they lose Lamarcus Aldridge for any reason whatsoever, they're screwed. They 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 are twenty first in scoring already. They already lost to Jonte Murray. Pop knows how to handle personalities. Pop's the best in the business of what he does, and they, as an organization, are the best at putting people who do what they do in position to do what they do successfully. Right. Look at Demar Derozan; he's crushing right now. I hear you, but would you say Melo is particularly good at being coached? Well, that's the point. This at this point in his career, he has to make a decision: Are you going to continue to be the Melo that you've been being, and now you've moved from the Thunder to the Rockets, and now on again? Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Bought out the Hawks. The yeah. Hawks bought them out. Yeah, yeah, whatever the thing was. So, are you are you going to continue to be that guy, or are you going to accept that you've moved on to the, into the last phase of your career and find some way to wrap up your legacy? You can't leave it on the table like this. Carmelo is looking at LeBron James, and the last time LeBron James won an MVP, Carmelo led the NBA in scoring. So. Carmelo and these other NBA teams seem to be clawing and scratching at the idea that Melo could even come close to what he did in 2014. He can't. He can't. That's not, he, the, the, game pa- the game passed Melo by. No, Melo did not... He did not take care of his body the way he needed to. He did not adapt to to the the changes that just came across the NBA. Yeah, he he didn't he didn't keep up with everything. He just he, thought he was going to be able to coast on what he's been doing, and it's it's obviously not the case. And it's not the case with anything. You have to be ahead of the curve. You have to pay attention to what's happening. It's why all these teams are scrambling for offensive guys now because oh the rule changes happen in favor of offense. Maybe I should get a a, a, a good offensive coach as opposed to a good defensive coach. This it LeBron's doesn't help fault. me. Because in, in all the times that they invited him out for vacation, they should have invited Carmelo out to work out. Because clearly <laughs> the rest of those guys were working out way harder than he was. I mean, LeBron's really the only active member of that draft class, like, if we're being for real, for real. Like, that's actually still in the conversation for leading a team to a championship. But that's insane in itself, and that's why LeBron's Right, good. so you can't really compare that. Yeah. All right, what's in the culture report? All right, let me get in my uh, black nerd bag real quick for the passing of Stanley. <laughs> Shouts out Stanley. No, I was I was thinking that's probably what I was, only thing I should have wrote. Okay, all right. Uh, Stanley, a legend in American media, passed Monday at the age of 95, the co-creator of Marvel Comics and the mind behind some of the most recognizable superheroes in history, the creator of Western Greek mythology, that's my take, the catalyst to my imagination, also my take. This sounds, uh, this may sound bad to admit, but Stanley and his heroes helped me better understand the miracle of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. Uh, you know, walk around this planet. Um, Stanley taught me that the things that made me different were the things that made me special. You definitely stole that from someone on Twitter. I, it, I, I can read something and say he taught me the same. Think okay, somebody else can read right, this fine. and say the same. Uh, <laughs> much like the X-Men universe, I've always felt like black people were special and talented, like the mutant world. Exiled and ostracized because of our talents and abilities, Stan Lee helped me better understand the world that I lived in that hated me because of who I am, and for that I am forever grateful. That's very powerful, Brandon. Right? Yes. R.I.P. Stan Lee. Right. He's just an acting guy. And 95, I mean, that's, a, that's a good long life. Stan Lee. Anyway, yes. Uh, Stan Lee 
was uh was awesome and awesome creative and uh rest in peace and uh what else what else we got going on in the cultural report uh serena okay so serena williams was on the cover of gq Mm -hmm. um along with a bunch of other people they have like a bunch of different covers um but now gq's in trouble trouble they put woman in quotes Quotes, so quote woman of the year. That's, um, yeah, that's which worse. is Vir- Virgil Abloh's style. He's the off white um, designer right. for you know you'll, you you know what I'm talking about. If you if you don't just go sneakerheads, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, however, uh, that's eh, like mm, so people are mad because obviously Serena has gone through a lot of shit with uh, the media and people right. being critical of her body and just like the whole idea that it should be you know in quotes like it's trying to be ironic um I, I, i'm not gonna get crazy about it i get it i get it why people are like well, what what is why is that there but once you know the context of yes. it i feel like in certain times where it's like I, I that triggers me and then you get the information and you're like okay i probably wouldn't done that but i'm okay with it because now i understand like right. i feel like that's like Virgil's can thing we, is being we, annoyingly, speci- annoyingly specific with the thing that the art that he's obsessing over. Right? At the time. Yeah. Like she, she wore his um, design to play in. I forget. Uh, I forget which tournament it was. But she has like the, the Nike and it says like logo right. in quotes. That that's yeah. that's his design. It's a thing. So yeah. So they're just like everyone is triggered and it's just I get it. Okay. But sometimes we can just accept that that's what it was. I'm I, I'm gonna venture to say she approved this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm, I now if she didn't. I back off this. Basically, if Serena's mad, this was bad. Right. And if she wasn't, then it was the art. Chill out. Right. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and also, it's, it's not, yeah. We're this, woke. We can get triggered about everything we want to. Right. But if Serena's okay with it, I'm okay with it. If she's All not, day, every day. we got you, girl. <laughs> yeah. If not, Virgil, come see us. No, not Virgil. He the one who did it. Yeah, but like he okay, whatever. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we don't know who to be mad at yet. Yes, but we don't know who to be mad. We're gonna be mad if right. you want us well, to eventually. be. Eventually, right. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, uh, for joining us this week for the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Make yes. sure that you subscribe on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maybe I'm Crazy podcast. Follow us on all our YouTube pages, all our YouTube pages, all of our social media pages. Right. And Maybe I'm Crazy the one pod. YouTube one follow for yeah, sure. Yeah, and then also follow and tell YouTube. Your yeah, tell your friends. Yeah. Um, and thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. Um, and quick shout out to the Maybe I'm Crazy podcast, Fantasy Football League. Uh, I won this week. Duh. Um, and I beat Peppermint Mochas. Somebody has their um, sound on back there. Um, and well, how did you do? I'm in I mean, seventh I, place. I, I lost. I'm at six and four. I, I'd rather be seven and three. I mean, I took an L this year that I was not very proud of. I think it's a really, I have a really good six and four team. Mm-hmm. Like the Cowboys four and five. You know what I mean? Like it's like still in the hunt. Very dangerous. Right. Yeah. Okay, but big news this week. We play each other. This is, this is, uh, do we want to make a bet or we mean, just roll with it? I feel like I feel like let the people tell let the people talk about the bets. Okay. All right. That's fair. Let's be if, if, if anything comes out reasonable, because you're not unreasonable people on the podcast. Yeah, people get unreasonable. People who listen to but you guys, everyone, people in general are like, you know, they're unreasonable sometimes. Yeah, but don't we'll be extra. See. But yeah. we'll see. If we find something we like, we'll wager on it. One Otherwise we'll just uh talk shit. <laughs> no, I'm not doing the one chip challenge. That's what we're not doing. I still want to Why do you want to do that, man? Just, I just wanted to be on camera. I was going to get on wax eating a hot chip. Holding it down. I told you. Like I, I, I don't. My tummy does not appreciate hot chips. All yeah, right? no, we'll, so we'll I, I have to work. For a and I'm counting calories too, so don't do all that food stuff, guys. <laughs> I can't. I ain't got time for all that. I ain't playing with. I ain't playing with consumption. Um, I am. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm crazy, maybe I'm not. Ooh.